Well, uh, research has come out according to the World Health Organisation that lung cancer is the second most common cancer worldwide with 2.21 million cases and 1.8 million deaths. It comes as there's a warning of second-hand smoke from other people's cigarettes, whether they be pipes, shisha or cigars, can also put people at risk. To get more details on this, uh, we are joined by Dr Abdul Rahman Al-Kingi, the consultant medical oncologist at Fakir University Hospital at Dubai Silicon Oasis. Uh, doctor, thank you for your time on C. Yes, Thank you for having me. Good evening. So now, uh, Doctor, you know, a lot of conversation, obviously, we, we keep talking about this on how, how harmful smoking is and uh, what one should do to stay away from smoking. But then a lot of research has been done on passive smoking also. If you could throw some light on that, please. Well, actually, we have two uh, interesting topics, not only in the secondhand smoking, but also the thirdhand smoking. And the difference is that the secondhand smoke, as you said, that you're friends or people around you are actually smoking and you are not. That's the second-hand smoking. Right. The third-hand smoking is actually totally different. When actually people smoke in the room, mm-hmm. they leave the room and you come to this room, you're also exposed to a leftover of the smoke. So you're also at risk of having increased risk of lung cancer if you also have a third-hand smoker. So that is really uh, shocking because mm-hmm. not only the smoker just puts himself at risk, but also his family, his friends, his surroundings, and it's putting his, the community around him at risk of having not only lung cancer, but multiple different types of cancer. Doctor, when I was about 18, I used to go out to parties and I'd come home and my dad would want to hit me over the back of the head because I was coming into the house stinking of cigarettes. <laughs> and, he th- <laughs> true, and, and, true. and he thought I was smoking and I was bringing in this bad smell. And, and, and now you're telling me um, that obviously there is a passage of time. But I've never heard this research before, but third-hand smoke, how much research has been done into this? There have been a lot of research about that. The only problem is that it is not easy to calculate your risk of secondhand smoking or thirdhand smoking. Mm-hmm. We know how to calculate the risk for a, the smoker, but for the secondhand, thirdhand, it is there. The research has proven it that actually you are at more risk, but it's not easy to calculate your risk. But eventually, you are at risk in an environment of smokers. Right. So what should one do? You know, I mean, you can't really avoid that. You can't really, you know, uh, sanitize the whole room before someone has left. I mean, if you go into an office uh, or, or probably just go into a cafeteria where someone has already smoked, uh, you, you can't be like, you know, running with a spray and uh, sanitizing the whole place before you enter. How, how does one try and prevent that? It's not about sanitization of the air. Eventually, it's about how you can remove the smoke particles from the air and it's not easy at all. You need to right. have a really a, a good uh, air system, but you have to follow the international laws when, when actually you are you're not supposed to smoke within club. You're not supposed to smoke within restaurant. Whenever it's a public place, when you go to the States or to the UK, in a public space, you're not allowed to smoke. So this is a smoke-free area. If you wish to smoke, you just go outside and out, outdoor and you smoke. And that's the best way how to decrease your risk to uh, have second-hand or third-hand smoking whenever you go outside to the public. No, I think this is I, I think this is a fascinating insight. Uh, when it comes to people um, who are at risk uh, for smoking and second-hand smoke, are people over the age of 50 uh, more at risk? It's not only the age. The age, of course, no doubt. The, age, the older you get, the more at risk you are exposed to smoking and other uh, carcinogenic. But it's the, the main key is how much you smoke during life. What we calculate is something we call it pack year. That means the number of packs of smoke per day for how many years. So we call it pack year. So the, the bigger the number, which is 20, if you usually cut off points, 
is push your arthritis. Not only the ages. Age factor is important, but how much you smoke and for how long you smoke is the most crucial risk factor that puts you at danger of having lung cancer and other types of cancer. Right. So how often should one come and get themselves checked or are there some specific tests that one has to do and how often? Now, the, the clear guidelines and we follow by the guidelines of the American Task Force for the lung cancer is patients or people who are at high risk again. So mm-hmm. they are really smokers and usually more than 20 past years, 50 years of above, yes, but if you could be 40 years and you smoke, you probably start smoking at age 14. So what we advise these people that are high risk that to present and do a low dose CT scan three times per year. Three and now, why okay. we say low? Yeah, three times. Why low dose? Because you don't have to put too much radiation during putting the images. Mm-hmm. And why CT scan? Because the typical chest X-ray that people do fail to detect the cancers at an early age, early stage. Right. So the CT scan is more accurate to detect it at a low dose level of radiation. Mm-hmm. And, and you and you said that three times a year. Three times a year, yes, because you need to detect the disease in a very early stage in order to do a surgery. The purpose of early screening, and again, I reiterate and concur on the idea that early screening saves lives. This is very important. So the purpose of doing early screening, detect the disease in a very early stage, do an intervention, very simple, Mm -hmm. cure without adding more therapy such as chemotherapy, immunotherapy, or any type of therapy. So when you detect the disease in a very early stage, you just do wedge resection, you just do a surgery, you remove it, and most of the time you do not need to take any therapy. So this is what we aim at, doing the minimal invasion to cure the patient without any treatment after. When it comes down to a second-hand and a third-hand smoke, um, yes. symptoms aren't really as prevalent as someone who is a, a smoker, is it? No, the symptoms are the same. Okay. Someone who has, let's say we advise people who have long-lasting cough, especially dry cough, People who have hemoptysis, what we call it, that use blood when they do in the sputum. Someone who has recurrent shortness, shortness of breath. They, they have lost some weight and without explanation, without dieting. Uh, having, uh, uh, cannot exercise easy. They say their stamina is decreasing with time. These people, we advise them to seek medical help. And as such, during this time, they can do further workup and could be a low dose CT scan if the physician sees that they are at high risk of lung cancer to do the, the proper imaging to diagnose it. Right. So uh, when, we, when we say that, uh, you know, uh, prevention is better than cure, obviously for the smokers, it's always uh, good to stay, uh, try, try and reduce smoking or quit smoking. But for the ones who are, uh, you know, uh, passively inhaling that smoke, uh, what, what could be the advice uh, to those doctors? The same as you advise everyone, stop. Please advise your relatives or your friends to stop smoking. Mm-hmm. Because eventually you find it difficult that you say, I'm not going to hang out with you because you're True. smoking. Or you can tell your friends, let's say, please respect my environment as the way I respect you. Mm-hmm. You can smoke, let's say, one, two cigarettes or a bit far away from us. This can be, but this is very difficult. Socially, is not very applicable. It all depends on your friends, how much they are understanding. But again, the main issue is that there should be laws that probably you should stop smoking in public places. In that way, everyone can be safe. And it may help everyone. Second, third hand smoke, or even the smokers. 
Mm-hmm. No, this is this is really good. I mean, uh, you know, one one thing for sure that uh, with this information that you've given us about secondhand smoking and not just secondhand but thirdhand smoking also, uh, you know, we're trying to create this awareness, trying to pass on this message uh, through through this entire month of November, uh, and and you know, try and ensure that we keep people aware, keep people uh, you know uh, free from uh, this uh, dangerous situation that they might fall in at the later stage of time. Yeah, you and as parents, you know, parents who smoke, mm-hmm. you know, you have to know that in the same room that you're smoking, right. your kids will be there and you're putting your risk on your kids because they are so young and you're exposing them at a young age. The, the risk of having a cancer could be earlier than we expect before the age of 50. So this is something they should take into consideration. Well, Doctor, this is something that I think is a very important topic to have and something that really does uh, need uh, awareness raised on it. So we do thank you for your time this afternoon here on Talk 100.3. Thank you so much for having me and good luck. No, thank you. There is Dr. Abdul Rahman Elkingi, the consultant medical oncologist at Fakir University Hospital at Dubai Silicon Oasis. So it's a reminder that non-smokers should also get screened for lung cancer and also secondhand and even sometimes third-hand smoke can also produce risk. Uh, that is a statement issued by the Lung Cancer uh, by uh, many clinics, including the Cleveland Clinic in Abu Dhabi. You're on TSB Talk Sport Business on Talk 100. Talk 100.3.